right. Good Monday morning, everybody. This is another episode of the Primo Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and joined in the studio today, I've got Primo Phil. Hey, guys. Morning, How's Primo going? Phil. Morning. Uh, so with the holidays coming up, we thought this would be an excellent time to talk about how one deals with stress and anxiety in the workplace because no matter what happens, you know it's going to happen. The stress is going to build up. You're going to be in a situation where uh, you're getting hit from every direction and it feels overwhelming at times. I know I've recently uh, had a little bit of that personally as well, which kind of inspired the uh, the show itself here. And now as we get closer to the, to the holidays, there's no more stressful time than the holidays. So this is a perfect way to for you guys to listen, hear about some of our stresses, how we deal with that, and hopefully uh, pick up some some helpful tips along the way so that you can keep yourself in that primo state of mind so you stay focused, stay on task, and don't let the holidays bring you down. Yeah, so what do we want to start with? Uh, what stresses us out or how do we deal with it? I think it would be best for us to talk about what stresses us out first. Well, yeah, dive, dive yeah. into that because, I mean, it, it's especially for us, this time is a very busy time of the year, so yeah. we're all working very hard. I know it's right now when we're recording it, it this episode, it's the Monday before Thanksgiving, so right. we are super excited to get a little bit of downtime. days off, yeah. Take a couple days off, regroup, regain ourselves, but... Uh, uh, that's another reason why it's so appropriate for this time. But what sure. what stresses you out the most at work, Phil? What so, is it where you just feel like you can't deal sometimes? So for me, it's not the amount of work. It's when work is coming in all directions. That's where it gets me. It's not the actual, like if we have a screen printing job, let's say, and I know it's a huge job, it's a thousand shirts, we got to get it done. That doesn't bother me at all. It's the same thing over and over. What gets me is when you start getting jobs that have names, numbers, little transfers that go with them. Um, there's a bunch of Amazon orders to get done. There's you know screens that need to be burned. It's when it's like everything comes together as one where you're kind of like, where do I start? Well, and that's the thing that people need to realize for our industry too. No week is the same. There's no. never any uh -uh. consistency as to what you're going to expect workload wise. You try to uh, prepare as best as possible. But when you're, when you're working on something like that, there are days where some jobs are more complicated than others. For and, sure. and, uh, you know, for instance, I think last weekend you talked about Amazon orders last yeah. weekend. I think we had about 40 over the weekend yeah. and this weekend we maybe had a half dozen really? or a dozen. It's not, it's, yeah. so it, it's going to vary. Your Monday is going to be different. Um, so these are the things where you're talking about things that are maybe out of the ordinary where it feels yeah. like you can't handle everything because there's way too much variety of what you have to get done for and sure. You don't know really where to start or where to finish. Definitely. That, that for sure is the, the most stressful thing for me. Cause sometimes, you know, you come in, you open, like you said, the Amazon orders, if there's a ton of them on Monday morning, you're like, all right, well, this is going to take a good few hours to get done. Um, and then some days, which I hadn't looked at them yet. I mean, we have, you said about a half or we have about a dozen this week. I would week. say about a dozen. It's like, okay. You're no like, big deal. so that, yeah. that just, uh, brightened that up kind of brightened up my Monday yeah. a bit. Yeah. Because that's kind of the hardest thing for me. And I'm sure for you guys over here too, is when you kind of like the spirit wear orders, when they have a bunch of names and all this and they have to be sorted. Those are the ones that they're very time consuming. Yeah. It's, it, it's a little something out of the ordinary that, that, uh, that 
adds, gosh, it takes probably twice as long to do the job at that point. And not because of the time of production, just the sorting and the uh, going through everything and making sure that, you know, the size and the names are correct and peeling the vinyl. And so there's a lot of parts of that job that um, could really increase your workload and thus increase your stress level. So you're, because it feels like, you didn't get everything done that you thought you were going to. Right, for sure. And I mean, there, that's the other thing is that there's a lot more room for error when you're doing that. Like, that's the one thing I always say is that when you're dealing with like, let's say we have a 50 garment job. Now, you think that of that as one big job, right? No, that's 50 little individual jobs. Each person is their own. you're getting own, the personalizations. Yeah, because right. each, each job is, well, even even just in general with a job, you're giving most of the time, you're giving these shirts to 50 individual people. Sure. So those are 50 individual customers. It's not one big customer. One person is upset and well, and you've got the whole spoilage issue at that point too. And normally in manufacturing, you're, you're, you're looking at a, a spoilage rate of about two to 3%, meaning that 3% of the product is going to come back, uh, with an issue, with an issue or an imperfection. And, that's just the way the cookie crumbles because that's, that's the, the nature of manufacturing. However, in our line of work, that one kid who got that one shirt that was part of that 2%, he doesn't care. No. They don't care. It's <laughs> got to be perfect. So the that room for error is completely out of the equation. Yep. So how do you deal with that stress, Phil? When you have that buildup where it doesn't feel like where you feel like you don't know where to start, how do you deal with that? Number 1, is lists. I feel that for me, making a list of what needs to get done and kind of checking it off. And that's normally what I turn to when I do get super overwhelmed where I'm like, all right, I don't know what to do today. You know, I don't know where to start. I'll jot down a list of maybe what, uh, you know, the employees need to do there and what I need to get done. And I try to check off as many of those things as possible. Do you know what that's called? Listing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to raise you one. I'm going to say prioritizing. Yeah, You're prioritizing sure. what you need to do. And you know, there's always this, this mental game that we play with ourselves where you have to get everything done and yeah. you got to come to the realization at some point that in reality, the workload is never going to stop. No, it is going to keep coming. It's going to get bigger it's going to get harder, and those those emails are going to pile up. The yep. uh, the workload is going to pile up. The shirts that you have to do, the jobs are going to pile up. So you have to come to the realization as a human being yep. that you can't get everything done in a day. It's yeah. not going to happen, and it's not going to get done in a week. There right. are things that you have to prioritize, like we talked about, yeah. and say, this is what does have to get done today. This can wait because these items have to go out the door or this person needs to be responded to, or these are things that we can't put off until tomorrow. I always, uh, I always say, why delay what can be done today? And in that situation, you have to understand that your time is finite. So if you are trying to go into the mentality of, I'm not leaving here until everything is done, it's not going to happen. And you're going to become overworked and overstressed make a realistic list of priorities like you talked about. Right. Check those off and be comfortable leaving at the end of the day, knowing that my upper half of the list, I have to get done today. The bottom half, I can push that back a little bit, but guess what? The next day, 
those items better move to the top of your new list right. if you're prioritizing again. Yeah, because definitely. You, because you can't let it slip. And I know we've done that in the past before too, I, where where some yeah. jobs will be floating out there. It's like, well, that was on the that was on the production schedule two weeks ago. Right. How is it still floating around out there? Because you know, now you're talking a three week turnaround from the time the customer placed the order, which we just did try to avoid at all costs. Yeah. And that's for sure. One of my biggest weaknesses as the, you know, production manager over there is just prioritizing correctly and getting out what needs to get out. And it's something I've always struggled with as far as just, you know, this thing is going to take, you know, a couple hours to do. This thing is going to take a little bit less. So I try to get the, you know, quantity of work out before I get, you know, okay, this job is going to take maybe two hours and then that one's done, but it, it doesn't work. And that's the thing is you have to just dive into it and say, all right, this is going to be what needs to get done today. And that's, that's it. And here's what helps with that though. Communication, right? Saying, okay, Zach, what needs to be done this week? Yeah. What can be, what can we wait on? Do you want, if you had your choice of, uh, these three orders, right? Which one do you want first? You tell me because you're not getting all three. You're going to get one, maybe two, right? You tell me which one gets pushed back. And then maybe I go, well, you know, this person said it's, it's, uh, you know, they're in no rush. They don't need it anytime soon. Let's, we can push them back. They can get their order Thursday. These guys need their order Wednesday, they placed it first. Let's get them out the door. And yeah. that's how we open up those lines of communication because then the stress that results on our end as well. Right. Because the customer we get calling customer calls and yeah. now they're not happy and they want their order. They want a timeline and we have to give them a realistic timeline when it comes to that. So to think about it, you know, it it's, it's the little things that you can do ahead of time that will prevent stress from getting to you. Right. We forget exactly. that, that doing these things and staying on top of your game are kind of the things that prevent stress and don't allow things to even get to that point where it becomes yeah, an issue. For sure. And I think in this type of business where, you know, one mistake pushes things back, that's what I'm not sure, you know, everybody realizes that aspect of it, where when we have one mistake where let's say in a, 150 shirt order, one shirt gets, you know, fudged up. You have to go through, reorder that shirt, wait a day or two for it to come in. You got to keep the screens up. It's a long process when that stuff comes up. And that's why you have to avoid that happening in the first place at all costs. For sure. For sure. And, you know, and that's my thing too, from a stress standpoint. And I think this is literally like why I don't take vacations. Yeah. I don't take long weekends like even 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 looking ahead to Wednesday and Thursday, or I'm sorry, Thursday and Friday, Thursday being Thanksgiving, Friday being uh, the day we normally take off after yeah. Thanksgiving, I'm sure I will be in it fr- on Friday at some point. Right. Or I know Thursday night I will be, you know, in the midst of my uh, uh, turkey coma. I will be yeah. trying to answer emails and just stay caught up because my stress comes from getting behind. Yeah. I mean, I can get anywhere between you know, a hundred to 200 emails a day that all require my attention in some way, shape or form. And when it's so easy to manage in real time, but when it builds up and you have to prioritize this, like you talked about, now the anxiety starts to set in. Yeah. Now there's an issue with an order that has to be addressed. And knowing that really nothing is going on until that following Monday, we will be open that Saturday, which is an, is another thing of, you know, 
not checking out really and making sure that that five yeah. day span doesn't happen because we want to make sure we're there right. as much as possible. But it's that it's that overwhelming aspect of getting hit from every direction. Yeah, my, that's what it from is. my point of view. It's you know. Not that this is not that this is a a difficult part of the business, but you know, even doing the podcast and managing social media, I had to check myself out of social media for like three days at one point because I think I honestly think like not being into it for a long time, like I we just got ramped up with this in the last six months or so, yeah, of Instagram and Twitter and doing it for the couple other podcasts and doing it for the business, I I was overwhelmed and I, that was stressing me out having to pay attention to these news stories, having to find something to post. I mean, I think it was literally a chemical change in my brain where I'm just like, I bet it I was. Can't, I can't handle this right now. This is, this is depressing me. It's stressing me out. Yeah. And I am, I am, I feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders and I don't know where to start. And I got right. to the point where it was like super anxiety attack where I'm just like, I need to stop this. So I put the phone yeah. away. I checked out for, you know, probably three or four days and I didn't get back on it. And, you know, it was, it was a great reset. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's almost like going into it fresh and saying, this is, I know I can't be on this all the time. I don't know the people who do it constantly. The, these, I don't get it. I, I, I can't, I don't know how they do it. I don't no. know how they do it. And you did the right thing by turning off for a few days because I feel the same exact way with that stuff. And I was just talking to my wife about this. Like last week, I said, this is not how it used to be. Like when we first got into the workforce, right? there wasn't social media. There wasn't email on your phones, all this stuff where now it's like you never get away from work. No, you, yeah, you can't. You, you're expected to be accessible 24 seven, meaning right. if I send, even if I sent you an email Friday night, yeah. I still expect a response on Saturday. Yeah, and that's the world. Whereas before right. it would have been, if I send you something Friday, I uh, get back to me Monday, which you could still get away with, but it's, it's one of those things, but then it builds up yeah. and it piles up. And that's the thing is that you, I, I really do think with social media and all the different platforms you're that you, as a business, you have to be on it kind of, it does, it gets overwhelming. It's like, my God, how many things am I supposed to be on? And how many things am I, stories am I supposed to be reading and posting about right. and all that? It's, I mean, it does, it gets overwhelming and it gets to a point where like when your face is in your phone all day doing those things, you're, it's bad. You're, it, you look up and your vision's blurry. You're <laughs> like, what's going on? It changes your body. Yeah. And, and it just changes the, and, and I've noticed it too, especially with like the kids and stuff like that, like coming home and like, you know, feeling like you still have to be on the phone or, or answer a text. And my wife said, she's like, you know, who cares if you don't respond to them for yeah. 12 hours? It doesn't matter. And I'm like, I know it does not matter. However, if I don't respond to them now, I'm going to have another that 50 plus, emails yeah, by the exactly. time I wake up in the morning. And I'd rather deal with these in real time because I know if I answer, if I, I have questions on this, so I have to ask the question to get my answer in the morning, just because we always just constantly keep moving. And it's like the boom, yeah. boom, 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 instant gratification, instant everything. And I think it's dangerous. And it I, is, and I think sure. it's, you know, it would be better if we could do this like four days a week as a work week and then yeah. check out for three days. I don't know if it'll ever get to that standpoint, but I think, I think the younger generation kind of values their time more than, you know, 
the the older millennials and the Gen X and the the boomers. So I agree. I think it could get to that point, but I I mean, it is it's stressful, and I think that that social media brings that on a little bit. And we're preaching content is king here on the Primo podcast, yeah. but content is also a major uh, 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 source of stress because. I'm sitting there. How many how many more articles can I read on how to be more productive? And you know, these are the five best business books for 2019. And three different places are posting different articles about it. And now you want to share it. So I think I think the fact that we have so much information around us is a a great source of stress for people because you don't know where to turn next, and you get that you know, you get that little, uh, feeling in the pit of your stomach. Like, I don't know where to turn next. It's like you're in life the same way you have all these different variables for the job that's coming through the door. There's different variables for, you know, what you have to, what requires your attention, wife, family, kids, uh, friends, uh, content, shows you want to watch, uh, work you have to do, vacations you want to take, articles you want to read, pictures you want to like. I mean, this is all stuff that is overwhelming. And as a species, we haven't had to deal with that. No, This is the first time it was, you had, you know, you had a book that you read, you had a magazine that you had a subscription to, and you had a couple TV programs that you would watch, you know, one every, every day of the week that you had. And if you missed it, you missed it. You waited for the rerun. Yeah. But now it's the constant, like, binge watching and everything else. These people who are posting about their Disney plus accounts, I'm, I'm thinking who has time to watch all that content? Who is right. watching all that, the, all those movies and, and, and they have Hulu subscriptions and they have, uh, Disney plus and they have Netflix and they have, yeah. uh, ESPN plus and they, they want to watch every game. It's overwhelming. I'm getting stressed out just thinking of it. I know. And if you look even just in this room and you think about, the amount of, I have my phone here, your phone's over here, we got a laptop, we got a computer, we have another TV on the ground over here. I mean, this this is not how it used to be. And now it's like every room in my house is a computer or a TV or a Blu-ray player or something that hooks up to the internet. You have no excuse anymore. You yeah. have to, it's, it's always around and it can be overwhelming. So when you feel like you have to pay attention to that stuff all the time, how would you go through breaking it down and just like removing yourself from it a little bit? Honestly, the biggest thing for me, I always like try to find the time to get away, get up north for a couple of days. Okay. That for me is, it's like a reset button to get up in nature and where the phone service isn't as good up there. I mean, it's something where if I don't have that, and I can't believe at times how much it does for me just to be gone for a Friday, Saturday, even come home yeah. Sunday. I mean, just this past weekend, me and my wife, we went up to, uh, her family's uh, place in Lexington just for Saturday. During the day, we stayed the night there. And it's a quick drive. You don't have to go very far. It's about an hour and 15 minutes. And by the time we got up there, it's like, it's so worth it. We do a little golf cart ride. We, uh, you know, laid around, watched some TV. I mean, it was just, we got some dinner. It it was a good way to kind of reset. Yeah. And you need that. And and you need that. And and I think the disconnect is, is very important. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how big you are into social media, how big you are into uh, creating content. I think sometimes you just have to kind of take a break, you know, and that's something we're realizing as we do more of it because it is stressful and it does get to the point where, you know, you have these things where it affects your uh, 
psychological state of mind. And you walk into it, you have to have a positive attitude going into your job. And if there's stresses or anxieties that are being created as a result of this, or even from a, we didn't even get into personal stuff. You know, you, you start talking about, uh, you know, people who are out there, you're dealing with issues with friends or, um, there's something that is you're, maybe you're moving, maybe you're doing, uh, um, uh, you're, you're going through a breakup. There's, right. there's all these things that come along with that. And those are going to affect the way you perform at work as well. You know, luckily most of my stresses come not from work and not from yeah, personal same. life. I, right. I can kind of, uh, cross that off my list, but I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who's, whose source of stress is directly related to their personal lives and not necessarily what's happening at work. So, you know, that, that maybe works an escape for, for some of them. Yeah. And see, that's the other thing too. That's where I don't envy you in this situation where my, my work is a little bit different over at the warehouse where I can't do any work on the weekend. Really. If I'm gone, I I can't print a t-shirt from my house um, whereas you can answer emails and get on, you know, social it's a media and all and that a curse. I can get yeah. myself caught up from the comfort of my own home, but I still right. have to kind of sit down and do that. And then even yeah. to, like, I'm looking like I, I always try, I always tell myself on the weekend that, you know, I'm going to write some blog posts for right. Primo Tees, or I'm going to write some blog posts for the other, uh, podcasts I do for, for talking cash. And I, I, I have the best intention of doing it, but yeah. at the end of the day, I'm just like, I can't. I'm drained. Right. I'm wiped out. So it's like I have to figure out a way to do more of that during the week and spend prioritize my time better yeah. at work yeah. so that I'm creating that content here. I feel like I, I when I do that, I don't feel like I'm working. Right. So it almost feels like I'm stealing time from myself. I'm like, well, yeah, I get why am I doing why am I writing this blog post when I have to 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 make sure that these specs are ready to go for the warehouse or that this email is handled for this customer or this online store gets created. So I I feel like I'm kind of stealing time from myself, but in reality, yeah. you're not. You're these are these are things that you can do as a business leader or as somebody who wants to put their ideas out there and you're yep. learning in the process and it's trial and error and it's it's you're 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 taking a break from the things that you uh, that do create stress. And now you're being more productive and you're taking a break and you're making your brain work in a different way. Yeah. So I think I need to get out of that mindset that that's a bad thing. I feel the same way though. I get you on that one because I feel the same exact way when I go to do like an Instagram post and I like take a little video or something and I'm taking even, I mean, it's not long, but like 10, 15 minutes to kind of get the camera set up right and do that type of stuff. I'm always thinking like, yeah, but I don't know if I like right it's now for the greater good. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it in the moment you feel like you're losing time and it's like, right. well, this job could have been done twice as fast if I didn't take all that time to set up. But. Right. But it is, it's something where you have to kind of realize that if we're going in on this and doing this, it's okay to, you know, do those things on company time because it is for the company. So moral of the story here. Yeah. Stress, anxiety, it's going to happen. It's whether it's work related, whether it is, uh, personal, uh, personal. But I think that the best thing you can do is just take a pause. I used to kind of hear the term uh, mental health day and think, oh, that's just a a, a weak person's idea of a, yeah. a fun day off. But honestly, we do. We are overworked yeah. as a society. We For are sure. in a situation where the 40-hour work week is no longer full-time. That is no. the bare minimum. I don't know anybody who is 
a full-time employee who's only putting in 40 hours a week. You right. are going to be putting in 55, 65 hours a week, guaranteed, at least if yeah. you want to get things done. Um, so that being said, because we are so overworked, take a pause, take a break, regather yourself, especially when you are, um, when we get into the holiday season here and there is so much time that you will have off from work don't feel obligated to answer those emails. Don't feel obligated to uh, stay on top of everything. Let your mind reset a little bit. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. I mean, these are the important things in life. That's why you're doing what you do. For sure. So get past that, and I think you'll be happier as a result. And then when 2020 comes around in January, you are full-blown ready to go and tackle that year and be the best um, business owner, entrepreneur, uh, employee, father, mother, uh, son, brother, daughter, doesn't matter. You'll be yep. the best that you can be and keep that primo state of mind, right? That's Agreed. what we talk about. Well said. So yep. regardless of that, this is, I think it's an important thing to talk about and be open and honest about it because you can't act like it doesn't bother you. We right, all get exactly. it. We've all been there. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We'd love to hear what stresses you out and how you deal with it because uh, your experiences might be different than ours as well. So yeah. on Twitter, you can find me at Primo Tees, on Instagram at Primo USA. Phil, Primo Phil is at Primo Phil on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us, like it, share the podcast, let us know what you want to hear more of. Um, and until then, we will see you guys next time. Don't forget, content is king and the struggle is real. That was the Primo Podcast.